Welcome, everybody, to episode 160 of the Thumbstick Athletes Podcast. I'm your host, Dan. I'm Eric. Will. Corey's not with us right now. He's uh, hopefully going to be joining us later, but we're not really sure about that. Uh, we'll, we'll keep you posted, or you'll hear his sweet voice at some point later on during the episode. The sweet pipes. Sweet pipes, yeah. Uh, today's date, Thursday, August 14th, 2014, and our topic is going to be our Gamescom 2014 recap. We've never done one of these, but there was a lot. I'm glad Eric decided uh we were going to do skyrim mods episode which we're probably going to do next week but eric uh was was following all the gamescom stuff and there was a lot of announcements made so uh we we felt that we'd be doing an injustice if we didn't cover it more fully so we should say too i don't think it's not over yet right no it's still going on there'll still probably be a few announcements a lot of the you know the it, it set up a lot like e3 and that like it was the first day and then a little bit the next day a lot of the the big companies have their press conferences mm-hmm. much like e3 um i i think part of the reason it doesn't get the coverage it does here is because it's in it's in germany, germany yeah. it's in europe so uh, but i think it's getting it's getting bigger seems it uh even from last year i know there was some stuff that came out from it last year but i think this year there's even that much more so yeah we decided to cover it in full and eric uh took a ton of notes so he's going to be kind of leading the episode mm. sorry uh, ahead of time <laughs> Nibble bits. Eric, why don't you get started with nibble bits? Alrighty, Dan, I got a couple here. Quick ones. Um, EA Access, if you have not heard yet, is now live on Xbox One. It is now out of beta and uh, up for everyone to use. I signed up for it. Will signed up for it. I have downloaded all four games that were available off the off the launch. Battlefield, FIFA, Madden, and what the hell was the other one? Will, do you remember? Nope. No. Uh, Peggle. Peggle 2. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did you, did you do the year or are you doing the monthly? No, I just did the month. Just wanted to see, you know. Yeah, if you didn't want to keep it, you could just cancel it. I wanted to, to give it a whirl, and I'll talk about the games that I played later on. Uh-huh. Um, so, yeah, that's my first one. Secondly, I don't know if you guys saw this, uh, the game Hard West that was announced. I don't know if this was from Gamescom or not, but I don't think it was. It's, it looks like a mix between... Not a mix. I should say it looks like XCOM and the Wild West. Oh, I think were you t- telling us about I, this? Yeah, I sent you guys a message about okay. it. Okay, I forgot to look it up. Of course, check it out. Well, that sounds you're, awesome. You're gonna love it. Yeah, looks really cool. Wild so. West is underutilized in video games. It is. It really I, honestly, is. I don't even know if it was announced or. I guess it's it's from the people that worked on Call of Juarez and Dead Island. Oh, cool. So. I don't uh, know if it was announced or if it's Kickstarter. I don't know, but it looks cool. Who's the Dead Island developer? Deep Silver. D- Deep Silver's the oh, publisher. Tech, Techland. 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 Gotcha. And okay. that's it for my nibble bits. All right. I will go next. Skylanders Trap Team is going to be releasing for tablets, and it's not a mobile game. It is a full-on... 75 all 75 dollars worth the the game itself when you buy it for a tablet comes with the portal of course uh but it also comes with a controller a bluetooth controller that you can use to connect to your to your tablet um 
other than that, it's the it's the full experience. You can do co-op too if you want to buy another Bluetooth controller. You can you can play it on that. Uh, it'll be compatible with iOS, Android, and Kindle Fire tablets. The if if you check on our Twitter, the the link has the exact tablets that it works with. I think it's uh, iPads generate uh, third generation and up. The Nexus Seven, some of the Gal- Samsung Galaxy tabs, and some of the Kindle Fire tablets. So uh, yeah, if you're interested and you don't have a system. You can uh, play it on you on on your tablet. It, Highly it, recommended by Dan. Yeah, I love the Skylanders. It's going to cost you a fortune if you want to unlock everything, <laughs> but uh, it, there also will be touch controls if you if you want to use touch controls. But uh, controller is really the way to way to play it. So I'm looking forward to Trap Team. I think it's October 5th is when it's coming out. So cool. Will, what do you got? My only nibble bit is that the next World of Warcraft expansion, uh, Warlords of Draenor, got a November 13th release date. Oh, wow. So, I mean, we've never really played WoW here, but I know a lot of people will care about that. I so. played very, it a bit. Very popular. Did you? Yeah, uh, one of my old roomies, Jimmy. He was a big WoW guy and got me to sign up for a bit. Oh, okay. Yeah, you and Corey played oh, it yeah. with him. Yeah. All right, that's right. I do remember you playing a bit. Nothing really substantial to talk about from it, but yeah. I did play it. It's fun to play with your friends, sure. like like most things. Right. Yeah. Okay. It's still one of the most popular MMOs, which is crazy. It's been out for how long? Ten plus years? Yeah, I want to say ten, 10 or 11 years yeah. it's been out. Crazy. Yeah. Still has like 8 million subscribers. <laughs> yep. They lose a million. It's like, ah, we still got <laughs> 9 million more. Yeah, no biggie. Okay. Uh, how was your week, Will? Uh, it wasn't bad. I uh, didn't do a whole lot. I've really just been getting excited for hockey. To yeah. come back, uh, ah. you know my favorite sport. So, just been I've been listening to some hockey podcasts like Puck Podcast and Merrick versus Wyshynski, and I just hear him talking about it, and I just get really excited to uh, start watching hockey. Um, I had a question for you about Game Center, though. Yeah. I don't know if you know this, but uh, me and my friend are going to split it, and we were wondering, can we both use it at the same time, or can only one person be I, using it at the I same time? I think so. I want to say I've watched games on my tablet when. We also have it on the Roku. Okay, but I can't. I can't promise that. Okay. I'm almost positive, though. Well, I mean, if not, we'll just split another package or whatever, and then, you know. But yeah, I think you can do that. Yeah, I hope so. But yeah, it's unfortunate I won't be able to really watch the Ranger games. But there's a lot of other teams that I kind of built an affinity for in the playoffs, and yeah. I'm going to watch like Columbus and Minnesota, and I'm interested to see San Jose this year. Because what happened to them in Tampa Bay, which I think is going to win the East. Yeah. Jerry Domingo is uh, trying to make Columbus. Yep. Oh. Yeah, nice. That fits his style of play. So, uh, Guy I work with actually played, I think, golf with him recently. Mm-hmm. And he was telling him that he, he thought he had a pretty good shot of making the team. Yeah. Just based off, you know, how, how they play. And he said they're looking to go younger. So Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah, like the oldest nice. guy on the team is like James Wisniewski. Wisniewski. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. Um, I was wondering, are we doing our NHL predictions the NHL episode? Or since, well, we're not going to be able to do one because of Destiny. Yeah, we probably won't have an NHL episode. Oh, boy. This is going to be a first. But we'll we'll have to figure that out as as we get closer. Yeah. But, yeah, just really excited for hockey. I played a little bit of video games, not a whole lot, though, this week. Okay. Very nice. What about you, Eric? What do you got? Uh, not not too awful much. I'm looking forward to this weekend for sports because the Premier League is back, 
And Arsenal kicks off Saturday at 12.30 against Crystal Palace. So Nice. And it uh, worked out that I'm going to be able to watch it. I didn't think I was going to be able to, but luckily I will. Nice. Uh, so got that this weekend. I'm going to see the Goo Goo Dolls and my girlfriend Saturday night, a band I've always wanted to see. Um, so I'll have more next week. Nice. I'm forgetting something. Yeah, that but, always happens. Yeah, it's whatever. If we jog your memory about it, <laughs> you later on you Jump can talk in. about it. Yeah, Sure. Okay, uh, I've only got a couple things. I on Corey's recommendation, I bought myself a, a Vitasig, which is mm. the the what, water vapor and vitamins. It's it's an e cig, but it's it's not even doesn't even have any tobacco in it. It's just uh, minty minty flavored, and it's yeah vitamins and and water vapor, and it's really good. It's just a, a cool thing to have. Yeah, I definitely will be buying more if you're interested. You know, check it out. Um, uh, you, if you're in the live stream, you've probably seen me smoking it for a while now. It's it's quite <laughs> delicious, and like I said, it's it's very it's minty. It's very refreshing, and yeah. actually the the flavor that it is is refresh, and right. I can totally see that. I think there's a citrus one and a berry one. Yeah, also. and they're coming out with a few more flavors too. Oh, cool. I think I saw like six maybe on the website, but uh, and and then I did some tablet gaming this past oh. week, but not mobile gaming. I was able to. I think I saw it on Reddit. Some some guy that had he was playing full PC games on his tablet, and there's a, an app called Limelight, which simulates the Nvidia Shield program, so it streams games to your tablet. So uh, you know he he had had like a there's like a, a stand that you can get to mount your whatever your your tablet or phone to a a DualShock 3 controller and you know just have it be like a handheld but I didn't have any of that stuff so I I ended up plugging my Xbox 360 controller in my tablet and I played uh probably 4 or 5 hours of Skyrim <laughs> on my tablet wow. and uh it's pretty awesome nice yeah i i had to tinker a little bit with the settings and stuff but it works surprisingly well um, like I said, I was able to play four or five hours of Skyrim. It's not as good, obviously, as if you're you know sitting in front of your computer or TV playing it. But uh, you know, for for laying in bed or you know when I'm upstairs and and the the kids were occupied and you know I could play a few minutes of Skyrim and and not not have it be an issue. You know, not have to sneak down here to the studio and and play. It was it was really cool. So yeah, the app is called Limelight. If you you need to have a GTX Nvidia GTX 650 or above to be able to. To, to stream so uh you know if you have that it's a it's a free app it didn't cost me anything um you can use touch controls for some of the games like i tried civ 5 on it too it doesn't work great but if you get a bluetooth mouse or bluetooth controller you can you know you can attach uh sync those to it and oh that's cool and play yeah it's any of the game the the games available for game stream so i actually had like maybe 10 games of on that I had installed on my computer already that would work through the game stream. Like the saints row games would work. Um, Civ, uh, f- I think fallout new Vegas is on there. There's, there's quite a few games on there that, that you can play. That's pretty cool. Um, yeah, it's pretty awesome. And it, any, I think it works on any Android device too, which is cool. So yeah, definitely give that a shout, a, a shot. If you've got the, the, the hardware that's capable of it. So, yeah, that's all I got. We want to get right into our main segment? Sure. Gamescom coverage? Sure. All right, Eric, why don't you get us started? Oh, boy. Well, we'll start with Microsoft, I suppose. We should say uh, we're going to be doing Microsoft, Sony, and EA. Mm-hmm. We may have missed some things. Uh, I'm I don't sure know. we did. We'll see. I'm sure we did, yeah. 
Um, so yeah, we'll get started right off here. Um, I kind of separated this into... Doesn't matter how I separate it, we'll just get right into it. Um, first thing, we've got Rise of the Tomb Raider was announced to be exclusive to Xbox, which uh, caught the ire of quite a bit of people, especially people that bought PS4s. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I know there were some petitions that were put out for this to, to be reversed and, and things of that nature, but... You can rest easy because it was announced the next day that it is a timed exclusive, which we had talked about. We figured would chat. happen. Yeah, I mean, just the, the the way that they word these things anymore, it was worded pretty much as it will be an exclusive at holiday time next year, and then it will come out after that for, you know, PS4 and probably PC. So Yeah. Um, I was... I was relieved. It, it would have been stupid for them to make that a, yeah. an exclusive for Xbox. Yeah, and we, I mean, we had talked about this. They were, they complained about the sales for the first Tomb Raider. I think that sold like 6 million copies. And to them, that wasn't enough. And, and why are you going to put your game only on a system? I don't even, is there 6 million Xbox ones? I, I just read before I came over here that the PS4 was, uh, for the seventh month in a row, the best-selling console. Yeah, so... Yeah. And then all the people on Steam, 70 million people on Steam. Like, it would exactly. be dumb to just put that. And I, I love exclusives, uh, but, th- like, that's a franchise that's been multi-platform for a while now, and, and to just put it on one system now would I think would be dumb. I feel like some people are mad enough that they don't even want to buy it. Yeah. Oh, they'll so. buy it, because they're going to forget by then. Yeah. Hopefully. <laughs> it's it's but... a year from now is when it's supposed to come out, so. See, I wasn't that, in- I mean, I haven't even played the reboot on Over PS4, a year, really. so... Yeah, I might not even get it. Oh, I'm definitely gonna get it. The last one was great. Yeah, yeah. I'll buy it too. I, I won't be until 2016, but I I'll saw buy it. <laughs> I saw a funny uh, quote in the message boards. I I can't remember. What, probably Kotaku. Uh, somebody said, "Oh, I see they're trying to make this the uh, their Uncharted, as in not on the sales charts." Uh-huh. <laughs> oh yeah, I remember that comment. Nice. Yeah. Obviously, I butchered it completely, but it was funny when I read it. Right. Um, another big part of Microsoft show was their bundles that they announced. Um, Europe specifically is getting a FIFA 15 bundle. Um, so you're getting the console. You're basically getting FIFA 15 for free if you live in Europe, and I'm jealous of that. Yeah. Um, Sunset Overdrive is getting a real slick-looking uh, all-white console and all-white uh, controller, which I'm thinking about seeing if I can get my hands on one of those controllers. Yeah. They look so sweet. It's classy. Yeah. It's yeah. a classy look, and I like that. Yeah. Uh, so you're going to get the console and the game for 400 bucks. Um, they did say that also is probably going to mean you're not going to get the connect with it. No big deal. Right. Oh, yeah. In well, my opinion, as somebody that has one. All the right. bundles they announced don't have connect. Even the Call of Duty one? I don't think so. I think I read an article saying that all the Xbox bundles don't have connect. Damn. It's really important to the future of the console. Well, not just that, but that will lead me into the Call of Duty. The reason I say that is because the Call of Duty Advanced Warfare Special Edition... Um, console is, if you're looking straight at the console, the left side is gray with a couple of small designs and the right side is black with a couple of small designs. I didn't get a close up of it, but it's split up into two colors. My opinion, it looks absolutely disgusting. Right. I, somebody told me today that they thought it looked really cool. I completely disagree. I think the controller looks nice. The controller does look nice. The console looks ugly. Yeah, I can't I can't picture what it looks like, but I know the controller looks just nice. Just picture a big old VCR. Yeah. <laughs> the left side is gray, the black side or the right side is black. A, a yellow designs on it maybe? I don't know. No, nah, like I don't think so. Like a pukey goldenrod. Okay. You know? Yeah. It doesn't look good. 
Um, but it will have an upgraded hard drive to one terabyte, that's and good. that's going to be five hundred bucks. That's why I, I guess the hard drive would constitute the price raise. Yeah. Itself. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, because I mean, I just got one and I downloaded or installed Dead Rising in three or four indie games, and I'm at like fifteen percent already. Yeah. I can imagine my PS4 is going to fill up pretty quickly this because of the free games oh, I already yeah. have on it. And then if I put five or six games on it that are like 50 gigabytes each, it's a lot of space. I downloaded Battlefield 4 to my Xbox through EA Access, and that was 33 gigabytes. Yeah. I did it overnight because it was just going to take so long. <laughs> right. So, um, yeah, I mean, I, I think these bundles are pretty cool. You know, and I hate that, that these things come out later on. And you know they're going to, but it makes me a little jealous because I really like – I if. I was getting an Xbox now. I would get the Sunset Overdrive one. Yeah, the, the white looks really good. Plus, the game looks awesome. Yeah, yeah. So, there's that, too. Yeah. That's a nice steal. Get that if you don't have an Xbox One and you're thinking about it. Wait it out and get that one. Mm-hmm. Um, my next little note here, the Evolve beta will kick off on Xbox One in January. Very excited for that game. That's the one that got pushed back till February, I believe. Mm-hmm. Um, 4v1, multiplayer online. Pretty excited for that game, so looking forward to playing the beta. Will, I hope you'll play it with me. Oh, yeah, of course. <laughs> you say that. Yeah, you're right, I won't. <laughs> <laughs> um, another multiplayer beta coming out, Fable Legends, will be out October 16th on Xbox One in beta form. Um, this was another kind of 4v1 multiplayer, but the one is kind of in a god mode, yeah. if you remember from yep. E3. I thought it looked kind of interesting. Definitely worth a try, at least on beta, you know? Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. That'll give you a good idea of whether or not it's worth a buy. Exactly. It's probably not going to be for me. Right. But uh, definitely give it a try. Um, next, they went on to highlight some of their indie projects. And I'll tell you what, there are some great-looking ones coming yeah. out for Xbox One. I'm sure a lot of them they are going to be on the PS4, too. But or man, PC. Yeah, PC. Um, the three that they put out trailers for were Below, which was announced with the xbox wasn't it yeah i think that was that was one of the ones they had a brief yeah yeah um smite and super hot those were the three that they got their own specific trailers um below is if you didn't know it's kind of like an artsy adventure looking game looks that's one i'm really looking forward to i think that's coming out on pc like it's it's a timed exclusive on xbox one okay and it's coming out to pc later and that's one i'm definitely gonna buy because it looks yeah, awesome looks really good smite is a third person view moba have you seen any as well no, as, the, I, as the moba fan i, I haven't i've heard i've heard about it i haven't it looks like something i might be able to get into i'll look at a video right now yeah you ch- check it out let me know what you think it looks like something i could probably get into it, it looks i mean it's a moba just in a third person view which for some reason i just feel like would draw me in a little bit yeah. like years of war kind of yeah yeah i guess it would be like years of war and for super hot i said i have no idea it's like i can't even explain to you what it is is that the the shooter yeah that time speeds up and slows down yes is that the one john liga did at yes. uh okay yeah if you go with, back with the oculus rift listen to our e3 review we had a guy that played it he called in as a guest he went to e3 and he got to play on oculus rift uh-huh. so Listen to his description. I can't do it, so I'm not even going to try. Yeah, I don't know. I can't figure out what's going on with that game I either. Can't either. Um, but, yeah, I, I wrote in here, I would highly recommend watching the Idea Xbox Indie Games trailer from Gamescom because there were some great ones. I 
wanted to highlight the ones that really caught my attention, and the list kind of goes on for a bit. Mm-hmm. Um, Blues and Bullets, Cuphead, which is one that I remembered from E3, looks really, really cool. That's one that looks like the old cartoon, yeah. right? That looks fantastic. I don't know what you do in it, but I don't Doesn't care. Doesn't matter. It looks awesome. Yeah, exactly. Uh, <laughs> Funk of Titans. Ghosts of a Tale was one that I hadn't seen before that really caught my attention. It looks like you play as like a little mouse, and it made me think of how you guys always read the Redwall books. Oh, yeah. I don't know. It just made me think of that. Check that one out when we take a break, Dan. Okay. Um, Goat Simulator was announced. Nice. Um, Inside, No Time to Explain, Space Engineers, which is another one you should check out, Dan. It's like you're you're flying around in space. It's on Steam. Oh, is it? Okay. And The Escapists. I didn't go into detail on what those were, but those were the ones that caught my attention, so I recommend you at least check out just the, the Idea Xbox trailer that was at Gamescom. Really good stuff on there. Yeah. Um, let's see. What else did they do? Digital pre-orders and pre-download are coming to Xbox One, starting with Forza Horizon 2, which I think is in October. I'm yeah, not positive sound, on that. Sounds right. Yeah. Um, and then they got into the, the meat of things with Halo. A lot of Halo stuff was, was revealed, including the Halo Channel, which is basically a hub for everything Halo. It's going to have live streams, original programming, and like video, video recordings of your gameplay. Uh, they announced that the Halo Channel will have a partnership with Twitch, and it's just kind of integrated in with, with it. Um, I watched the trailer. I didn't get to watch any of Gamescom when it was going on. This is All, all this is coming from the trailers of everything that happened. Um, so... Basically, I kind of broke it down into what the home screen looked like at each point. So the home screen for the Halo channel itself, when you boot it up, there's like four options that come up in blocks at the bottom. One was Halo Nightfall, which is the original programming. Yeah, that's the show. Okay. Hands-on with Halo 2 Anniversary, which is like just making the anniversary edition of it. Halo 5 Beta First Look and a Pro pro Gamer Twitch stream. So it actually will show you like professional halo gamers and it will tell you above that how many pro gamers are online and That's you can cool. just like watch them as opposed to just fishing some, through some, the some, amateurs like some, me some jack wagon exactly yeah unless you don't want to watch the thumbstick athletes play <laughs> um yeah so from the home screen you can also see how many of your friends are on playing how many actual halo twitch streams are up and running updates to the bulletin which it looked like it's some sort of secondary news center for everything halo just like it does breakdowns of the weapons and just kind of secondary, like in-depth shit that only the biggest Halo fans will want to watch. <laughs> um, so then it went into the the UI and what the the Twitch stream will look like. That's kind of embedded into the Halo channel. I gotta say, it looks really awesome the way that they put it together. So when you're looking at it, the upper left side it features what match mode and the map that you're in. The upper middle portion is your gameplay screen. The upper right portion is going to be your chat. And the lower third is like a live scoreboard. And it's not just for a team score. So it doesn't just say blue and red, like 5-2. to two. It actually breaks down for each individual player what the score is for them. It just looks real slick the way nice. they have it laid out. And I think it's just going to be really cool to watch it. Um, it looks like you're going to be able to watch it on tablets, which is neat. Um, I just, the whole Halo thing that they put together was awesome nice. and got me really excited for the Master Chief Collection. Um, let's see. I think it's going to sell a lot of systems. Oh, yeah. Do. God, yeah. I would almost buy it, buy an Xbox One for that. Yeah. I did. Yeah. The only reason why I bought one. Yeah, well, yeah. That's why I would buy one for Halo, specifically. 
They had a couple more Halo announcements. The Halo 5 Guardians beta is going to begin December 29th and will end January 18th, so Merry Christmas for us. Nice. Xbox One owners. The beta will put a focus on up-close combat. It's four versus four combat. They're going to feature their small maps, which is interesting. I'm not necessarily great. I'm more of a mid-range. I'm a mid-range guy, too. Halo gamer, especially SWAT being my game. Um, Yeah. Up close is not really my thing, but I guess we'll see how that goes. If you purchase the Master Chief Collection, I put in parentheses everyone that has an Xbox One, you mm-hmm. are automatically entered into the beta. Okay. So have no fear. You yeah. will get in. Um, That's like if you are if you own a Wii U, you have to have Mario Kart. Exactly. If you own an Xbox, you have to have Halo. Exactly. It's just That's just how it works. Notice PlayStation doesn't have a game like that. No, it doesn't. <laughs> it doesn't. It really doesn't. Um, Halo 2. The map Sanctuary is getting a reboot, which looks awesome. And I watched, they did like a, a quick 2v2 with some pro gamers. Uh, first team to 5-1. It was really good. Uh, they announced that the leveling system from the original Halo 2 is going to be what you're going to have in Halo 2 Anniversary. And I know that's something that a lot of people were concerned about. So that's another good announcement for that. Um, you can rest easy. Yeah. Excited for, do you remember Sanctuary, Will? Yeah, I did remember the map, yeah. I didn't, but I, I have a... a my girlfriend said something funny to me the, the other night that will, I think, really shed some light on how bad my memory is and why it's so bad. Uh, she was asking me, this is a bit of a sidebar, but she was asking me if it bothered me when my parents split up, or, or she said when they divorced, and I was like, I don't think they actually ever got divorced, they were just separated, and they lived two houses apart, and I was yeah. like, but yeah, I don't, I don't know, I don't remember. <laughs> and she goes, oh, I see your indifference to everything started at a very early age. <laughs> That's when it all started. Exactly. So that's why I don't remember things. Nice. So. Sanctuary <laughs> did not ring a bell until I saw it being played, but it looked yeah. awesome. Um, a game that I am really excited about, and I'm just excited to see Microsoft and Sony, just everybody in general, thinking outside the box. A new IP called Scream Ride was announced um, and is going to be exclusive to Xbox One. It's going to be out in spring 2015, fingers crossed, probably not. And it looks like a super over-the-top roller coaster tycoon. Um, it's got a very cartoony, artistic look to it. Your success on your design of your coasters and theme park rides is going to be measured in the screams from you get that you get from the test volunteers that are riding the rides. The catch is that you, ca- I, I'm assuming you can make this happen. I don't know if it's like like Kerbal Space Program where you're testing them out to make them run properly yeah. or if you're trying to fuck people over. I couldn't figure that out. Oh, I'm going to kill so many people. Well, yeah, I guess you M- could Maybe do it's it. both. Yeah, I guess you could do whatever you want, really. Um, but yeah, using like the physics and stuff and just the setup of your, your maps, like in the, the trailer, you just see people go flying off into skyscrapers or just flying out of the ride anyway just because of the physics and, and dying, basically. Um, but it's in a very cartoony and lighthearted feel uh-huh. it just looks really fun and i'm excited to play something different on a console other than a first person shooter yeah you know yeah it's first person shooters are getting stale did either of you guys look into this one at all no. i did see the trailer for it you yeah what do you think something you'd be interested in at all yeah i'm gonna kill people in that yeah <laughs> it's gonna be fun you buy it though oh yeah is it wait is it 60 i'm sure it's gonna be 60 when's it's it coming exclusive when's it coming out next spring yeah that's fine then we'll be good um, and my last bit of information for Microsoft, and you'll have to bear with me, was Quantum Break. They put out an eight and a half minute gameplay demo. 
So it wasn't just a trailer with, you know, cinematics and shit. It was actual gameplay. So I wanted to go a little bit more in-depth with it, so I kind of broke it down into three sections because it was kind of in three sections of what was going on. So just bear with me. This is going to be a bit long-winded. Um, an eight-and-a-half-minute gameplay demo from Quantum Break was shown off for the first time. My first reaction when I booted up the trailer was the game looks so good, and the lighting in it was just amazing. The lighting in the shadows, you start off, your character is running down in, a build, in, in like this run-down building, just kind of jogging through it and walking through it, and just the, the way the light was coming in, the, the broken windows and creating shadows and everything, it reminded me of the lighting. I specifically remember... When I first saw Killzone, how nice the lighting looked in that, it yeah. kind of reminded me of that. Okay. Um, just not as like neon and yeah, you know, not the same color palette. Yeah, I mean, one of the things that the, it Killzone specifically, I remember, is when like when the people you were facing against shined a flashlight mm-hmm. in your face, it actually like blinded you, yeah. like like a real you know flashlight mm-hmm. on the end of a gun would. Yeah. It made made it hard for you to see what was going on, and that that was like weird to me because I hadn't remembered that from any other game that I've ever. Battlefield kind of does it, but not as well. Okay. Um. Yeah. So shortly thereafter, your the protagonist takes cover behind some piping, as a third person cover based gunfight breaks out. So it looks like it's going to be third person, and it's got a lot of cover, like a Gears of War would have. Um. It doesn't take take long in the gameplay demo for Remedy to show off some of the time manipulation mechanics. Uh, you hear a jolting sound as time stands still and your character darts out from cover and just, like, launches into the air and hits the enemy with a flying right hook and takes him down. And then as he turns around to the left, there's another enemy standing there who's about to pull his gun out, and your guy just freezes time, and he pulls his gun out and just pops him a few bullets. And it just was real cool how seamless it was to from one guy using the time manipulation. And it looked like he used two different kinds when he was hiding behind the truck, he froze time completely, or at least I couldn't tell if it freezes it or like just slows it down dramatically. But he froze it, ran out, and caught the guy with the right hook. And then when he turned back around to the other guy, it almost looks like he shot some sort of force into the guy, just into him, not just the whole area around him. Gotcha. You know what I mean? Um, so that was kind of cool. The next part... Um, it went into a new area, but it was more cover-based fighting. And here you got to see a little bit of um, some environment destruction. He's hiding behind some crates, I believe it was, and they, they chuck a grenade at him. And it blows up, but it also like kind of explodes the dock underneath him. Kind of like what you'd see in Battlefield. Not yeah. quite to that extent, but that that's what it made me think of. Um, and again, at this point, I noticed that the visuals, I mean, god damn it, it looks so good. Um, time manipulation they really showed off here. Um, they used it in this part to show off how well you could use it to get a better advantage, a good vantage point against enemies. So if he starts out on the right side of the map, you would freeze time and you'd see him just like kind of run across the map. And then he would hide behind some more crates on the left side of the map. And when time started again in real time... The enemies would be like confused and say, "Oh, where would he go? You know, where would he go?" Kind of thing, and then he'd just pop up and, and start shooting again. But it, it just kind of kept doing that over and over. But it was cool to see all the different ways that you could use it. Um, yeah, I just pointed out the different kinds of time stopping that you can do. The next sequence, your guy goes up a flight of stairs. He hears some screaming, and a big rig comes flying through the guardrails up above him on a bridge. 
And that is, like, the first time where, like, everything stands still. I don't know if you remember at the, not this past E3, but the first time they showed off Quantum Break, like, the guy was walking through a crime scene or something, it looked like. You remember? And everything was still. That's what happened here. And, like, the truck is just standing there. And it looked like whoever was playing the game wanted to show off how everything looked around him. So they kind of did a look around. Again, looks so good. So he goes up onto the bridge, and everything is just, like, frozen in time. And the guy's just kind of walking around, and there's cans that are frozen in midair. But you can interact with them. Like, you hit it, and the can would just drop. Nice. And he would walk up to the people that are frozen there. And it was, like, a woman holding her husband, I'm assuming, and he was obviously injured, and, like, he would get close to them, and you would hear, almost in, like, a different realm, her kind of screaming and saying, help me, or something like that. It was just cool how you could still interact with everything that was going on around you while the time was frozen. And then, um, a couple of bosses came out, which was weird, because they didn't seem to get affected by the time standstill, so I don't know what's going That'll on That'll be interesting that. to see how that plays out in yeah, the story. Yeah, um... But they were still kind of affected because when they shot rockets at him, they were going just slow enough for the protagonist to kind of get out of the way. And the, the battle was really cool. And every time, like, bullets were being fired and rockets would hit the ground, there'd be, like, a rift in time. And the whole street would just, like, like wave underneath Eve. everything. It just looked so good how they made the, the, the time aspect look and feel. I just thought it looked so cool. Uh-huh. Um... And it looks like your character is also going to have the power to throw like vehicles and stuff, so kind of like Infamous a little bit. Okay. Um, but yeah, it, overall, it's just a very action-heavy sci-fi third-person shooter with great visuals, high-intensity time manipulation. It's a must-own for me. Have to have that if you have an Xbox One. Are you gonna watch the show? I don't know if I could get into the show. I'm not into sci-fi to watch. Yeah. I guess maybe. I don't know. It depends what they do with it. Right. Give it a shot. I'm picky about my TV. I really am. If it's not humor, I it's really got to pull me in. Right. Um, but yeah, so that's basically what I got out of Microsoft. Nice. I was happy with Microsoft. I, I was, I was more happy with their conference before I saw what Sony put out. It's not to say they did a bad job, but after seeing all of the games that Sony announced, I was like, ah, I wish Xbox did that. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. But. I still think they did well. Uh-huh. And I'm excited for the things that are coming out. Scream, Scream Ride and Quantum Break in particular. Excellent. All right. Do you want to take a break before Sony? Yeah. That's good. Take a we while. can do that. Okay. Uh, yeah, we're going to take a quick break and be back with the rest of our Gamescom 2014 coverage right after this. Welcome back, everybody. Episode 160 of the Thumbstick Athletes podcast. We are returning to our Gamescom 2014 coverage, talking about Sony. Mm, Sony. So, uh, kick it off with the announcement of 10 million PS4 units sold worldwide. That's a lot. What do you think of that? That's a lot. I wonder how much Xbox One did sell, Dan. I think it's about 6 million. Six-ish? Maybe 7. Okay. I think Mostly. I read it was close to 2 to 1. Close. Oh, okay. So it would be... It would, be, it would probably be about between, between five, 5 and 6. Five and six, six would okay. be my guess. All right. And another announced, smaller announcement, PlayStation TV will be released in North America October 14th. I guess the beta for PlayStation Now on that will be next early next year. Okay. Who cares? Yeah. <laughs> um, I think I'm going to get one, though, because I like how you can stream your PS4 games right to this, Yeah. and I can play it sitting in my bed. Yep. I like that. Yeah. 
Because I'll at least at least use that to play some indie games. Yep. You know, and, yeah. There's what it's it's the same price as like a new new, new Roku or an Amazon Fire TV. Yeah. And you bucks. get that if you have a PS4, you get that you know streaming functionality mm-hmm. from it. So that's good stuff there. Um, Dan and I uh, kind of talked about this a little bit off off air this week, but the first Destiny expansion has already been announced for December and is titled The Dark Below. Uh, attached with this announcement, they put out a new PvP-heavy trailer that showed off some of the match types that will be available in the Crucible. Um, they make it look really awesome, but having played it in beta, I would be shocked if it felt that way when I got my hands on the full game. Yeah. Was my thought. It looks great when they're showing it off, but uh, it's just another first-person shooter multiplayer, in my opinion. Uh, Half that stuff you won't have, you won't be able to do. No. Due to skill. No. <laughs> like, I wouldn't be able to pull that off. No, I'll be too busy dying. Yeah, exactly. Getting just raped by these guys that <laughs> yeah. play it constantly. Like, I saw a guy jump into the air and, like, fist pound into a vehicle? tank. Yeah, and yeah like, I was like, holy shit, that's awesome. But. <laughs> Maybe I, no, I can't. <laughs> no. Uh, thoughts on the expansion already being announced before the game's out? Piss me off. Yeah, I almost me right off. I almost didn't, don't. Well, I'm going to buy it, but right. it almost makes me not want to buy it. I think if I wasn't on this podcast, I probably wouldn't buy it. Really? Just because of that? Yeah. Wow. You're a better man than I am. Oh, I, I was furious when I saw that. It doesn't bother me that much. Uh, this is like Mass Effect came out with day one DLC. This like They're done with the game. They're working on new stuff hate, already. Yeah, but why so. isn't it put into the fucking game when you buy it for $60? Be, well, because they finished the game now, so they're working on DLC content now. Do you so honestly it, for, think that that DLC isn't going to be ready by the time the game launches? Because I think it, it is. Well, they have to get the disc shipped out and printed and everything like that. So for then me, wait. Would, for, you, would you rather them put out content immediately or wait a year and and then start putting out content. No, I, I'd rather get more content right away. I don't care. I, none of that bothers me. It's more that w- just wait till the game comes out before you announce DLC for it. Well, yeah, That's that, what bothers me. Yeah, that'd probably be smarter. But like as I said, they're done with the game. They're printing out the discs and I, everything. It's less than a month out away. So I want like, there to be more content in the game that ships. Yeah, we all do. I'd rather them push back the game a little bit more and have more content. Me too. But, I mean, that's... Don't fucking already shove your DLC down my throat when but, the game's not out for another fucking month. And season passes. We said this when we had the concerns of there not being enough content that they were going to DLC the shit out of us, yeah, and they're already going to do it. Yeah. My guess is going to be like five DLCs for I'm it. not going to buy any of them. I don't think no? I am either. No, fuck that. I, the, How much are they? Do we know? Season Pass is probably 25 30 bucks. Yeah. So they'll thing. probably be 15 bucks a piece, I'd imagine. I just imagine if a brand new MMO, a f- like an actual MMORPG just came out, and then three months later they're already announcing a quote-unquote expansion pack. I don't think that'd go over very well to the people that just spent sixty dollars on the game. At the very least, there's not a monthly fee for Destiny, right? Uh, yeah, if there was a monthly fee too. Pff. I feel like there's a lot more into an MMORPG anyway, though, than this. This is like a shooter hybrid. Yeah, I don't yeah. know. Yeah, but they're kind of selling it as an MMO. Yeah, that's true. You know? I, just, I just wish they wait till the game came out before they announced, announced the DLC it. for it. I don't, I don't care when it comes out, even if it was a month after the game came out, as, as long as they waited till after. You know. Yeah, I'm, I'm with you on that. I would rather them wait until the game was out for them to be like, "Hey, new That's DLC coming." But I won't. I probably won't still be playing it at that point anyway. So yeah, Mm-mm. I'll be done. Next announcement that I wanted to touch on: the PS4 2.0 update. 
will be out shortly. I don't think they put out a date for that, but uh, the update will be adding something that I was really excited about when they first announced the PlayStation 4 as part of the share uh, features. The share play feature, or virtual couch as it's being called, will allow friends to jump into and out of your game without owning the actual game to help you out along the way. Um, I, I thought the best way to think of this was Igniculus. Um, think while you're playing Child of Light in a battle, all of a sudden your friend jumps in and takes over Igniculus's control, and then you only have to focus on your main characters in battle, and that would just be so cool. Yeah, you know what I mean. I, I just I think that's such a cool idea. Or if we Eric is playing a horror game and gets too scared to continue, which I can guide will you through. Happen. <laughs> It will happen. That's what I. That's what I thought. Or if any of us is playing a horror I'm, game, I'm just looking forward to being able to troll Eric as much as I can with this, <laughs> if it's possible. Um, yeah. So th- that's the thing you worry about, though. Trolling. I guess they have to be on your friends list, probably. Right? Probably on your friends list. You pro- maybe have to invite them into your I game, or can know. they just jump or, right in, or just make it like a like a party open to friends kind of thing? Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um. Because that would kind of interrupt the flow of your game if you had to stop and invite them. Mm. I, I would almost prefer that it was join if you are a friend of mine. Yeah. And don't be an asshole. Right. Right. Because I know where you live. Yeah. Whatever. Don't don't jump into your <laughs> Far Cry 4 game and, and get you and killed. Alert, fuck up my tiger pet. Alert the guards. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to have fun with this. Uh, you can even go as far as to let a friend take complete control of your game if you're having trouble in an area, or if Will is taking a real ass kicking in FIFA, I can take over. There you go. If I owned it for the PS4, yeah. I know. I just wanted to throw that in there. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna beat you someday. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> uh, sometimes I always, I, sometimes I, I ask the people because they play like such shit in the first half. I'm like, would you give it to your older brother at halftime? You prick. <laughs> <laughs> um. I said this is great for two reasons for me. Uh, it kind of harkens back to the days of a couch co-op game. Um, just not being in the same room. Yeah. But, you know, do the best you can there. And allows you to try games you might not otherwise be willing to part with your cash. Uh, 2.0 update is also going to bring a dedicated YouTube app, uh, which you can upload your gameplay videos. Directly right to. Good. So Perfect. That'll be some good stuff there. Um, then they moved on to... New trailers. Now, the, I'm going to list off the games that got new trailers. Um, there were already games that were announced, and I'm going to kind of talk about the trailers a little bit. Um, Rhyme, The Vanishing of Ethan Carter, Drive Club, and bear with me. Some of these games may not have already been announced. It was hard for me to detect which ones were and which ones weren't, but this is what from what I gathered. Rhyme, The Vanishing of Ethan Carter, Drive Club, Little Big Planet 3, Infamous First Light, Middle Earth, Shadows of Mordor, Metal Gear 5, and The Order 1886 all got trailers. Okay. And were games that were already announced to my best knowledge. Yep, um, yeah, I'm familiar with all of those. Alright, so we'll start Little Big Planet. Uh, Looks like I I can't fucking wait for this game. It's going to be awesome. That was one of the games that. Um, it's coming out the same day as another game. I can't remember which one. And Far Cry. Is it Far Cry? Mm -hmm. I was on the fence. Like I, I don't know if I'll be able to buy both of them. Yeah, because that day. Far Cry, Little Big Planet, and Dragon Age Inquisition are coming to. out. Oh, they are that all day. Three all of three of those games. Holy so shit. me, uh, you know, I'm getting Little Big Planet because because me and the wife are going to play that. I'm gonna have, I'm gonna have to put off Far Cry for a little while. Honestly, as much as I don't man, want to, I but I have to because comes I, I've got to get it, Dragon Age. I might get Little Big Planet instead of Far Cry. Yeah. If I have to pick. Yeah. 
Uh, the trailer shows off all the great things that creative people are going to be able to create for the less creative people like me. And me. Um, to enjoy. Yes. Or, or lazy. Lazy, yeah. And maybe not less creative. Yeah. But maybe less creative and lazy. Maybe. Uh, I, I'm definitely on the lazy <laughs> side of that. I'm both. We knew about level design, but you're also going to be able to create your own little mini games and pretty much anything you want. And like they said at E3, you're going to have access to everything that was made in the previous Little Big Planet games. Yeah, which is awesome. And you know people are going to put some awesome shit out. Yeah. Is there, uh, for the PS Now, is there a Little Big Planet to try? I don't think so. Did not catch Why? my eye well, if there was. What the heck? That's like one of the PlayStation's <laughs> yeah. biggest franchises. Yeah. Really, or most iconic franchises. Yeah. I mean, let's be honest. They, they shit the bed pretty bad yeah, on PS now. Yeah. With a lot of the games, yeah, that they have out. Like, At least to this point, they have. Moving on from that. Uh, First Light, Infamous First Light, looks like, to me, more of the same from Second Son. If you were into that game, you're probably going to like this one. Biggest difference is the main character is a female. The Fetch. only name... Fetch. Fetch, okay. yeah. They called her Ms. Walker in the trailer. So, Fetch Walker. Um, her powers look like a mix of neon purple and pink and look really pleasing to the eye, really cool to look at. Yeah, the neon power was my favorite power in Infamous Okay, Second I didn't Sun. play long enough to get to that, so... Yeah, that was that was the best one. I mean, it looks fantastic, for it one does. thing. It and looks then really cool. I just always thought those were the most useful powers. That's yeah. what I used most yeah. of the time. Yeah, that was the like, second power you got, right? Yeah, I yeah. think so. Okay. And into that, we'll go into the Order 1886. Uh... This game really could not look any better visually. Yeah, Holy shit. It looks great. They said that they're doing, and we've talked about this before, 30 frames per second to kind of get like a cinematic feel to it. And my God, did they just nail that. It yeah. looks amazing. You got to see in this uh, new game or new trailer, you got to see some of the weaponry, the futuristic weapons that you're going to be able to use. And they also showed another peek at the half-breeds that are going to be hunting you as you're playing. I can't wait for this game. This could be the must-own for PS4, maybe. Has potential. Yeah, I think so. If Cora was here, cue the frames per second joke that he would make on us, because we complained that it was 30 when we first <laughs> found out. I'll tell you what, man. This, frames I, per second makes a difference. It does make a difference, yeah. though. Well, whatever they did, it, it worked. <laughs> fucking awesome. Yeah. I, I highly recommend watching this trailer. I gotta say, this. I had a blast putting all these Sony notes together. The Sony one especially... I stayed up last night till pro- almost midnight putting all this together, just watching trailer after trailer, and I was like, this is such a great time yeah. to be a gamer. Like, there's so much coming out yep. starting next month. Yep. I cannot fucking wait to I get know. my hands on it. It would be so poor. It's delicious. Oh, yeah. it, really, it, it is delicious, Dan. It's a good way to describe <laughs> delicious. it. Delicious. Mouth-watering. Scrumptious. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, we'll move on to Shadows of Mordor. Uh, there wasn't too much in the trailer to talk about. It's more of one you should watch than listen to me talk about. Um, it shows off some of the in-game combat a little bit, as well as a look into the backstory of what's going on. Um, I don't know if we've talked before. It's on the trailer, so I'm just going to tell you. It, it looks like... The main character, you know his name, Dan? Talion. Talion. Yeah. His wife and son get murdered, yep. and that's kind of some of the backstory. Yep, that's what that's what galvanizes Talion into action against Sauron and Mordor. That's and, what gets and, up his gander. And the orcs, yeah. So That's it, basically what they showed off. <clears throat> Game looks so good. I can't wait. It does look really good. I'm excited. Um, I was a little disappointed with the trailer, though. Were you? Yeah. I didn't watch that one. Metal Gear 5 was not really a new trailer. It was more of a demonstration of new uses for the cardboard box stealth tactics. 
that have been added to the game. Now, you could use the cardboard box in previous games. I believe I'm not a huge Metal Gear fan, as people know that listen to us. I seem to remember that from the first Metal Gear Solid game on, on okay. PlayStation. I remember you being able to do that, okay. hide, hide in a cardboard box. Um, this was a pretty cool uh, demonstration, albeit kind of stupid, the way you can use the box, but we'll get into that. Uh, one of the, the uses that I did think was neat um, that you couldn't do before, I think I heard correctly in the trailer, while you're hiding in a box, if somebody notices you while you're moving, you can actually, your guy can kind of bolt out through one of the sides to get out of the box. So if the guy's going to come over and look at it, your guy can escape. He can still get away. That looked really cool, and it just looks pretty seamless the way you do it. It looked really good. Um, you can also use the box as a decoy. So if you see a soldier standing far away from you, but you he notices you moving, you can stand up. And the box is the length of your body, and it has a picture. You can either put a picture of another enemy soldier decoy up on the box. It looks like a poster. Or a picture of a girl in a bikini. And depending on which one you put up, if it's a girl in a bikini, he gets attracted and comes running over, and you can pop out and just, like, cap him. But it looks so bad. It would never fool anyone. Yeah. I don't know. It doesn't seem realistic. Metal but. Gear is a pretty serious game, yeah, and it just doesn't seem to fit the tone to me. <laughs> gotcha. You should watch it, because I was just like, while it's a cool idea, it just doesn't fit yeah. for me. It didn't fit. Um, Plus, you know, I'm assuming the, the bad guys are, are terrorist types, right? Why would they be fooled by a... A girl in a bikini that happens to be hanging around a yeah some some white cheerleader <laughs> chick just hanging in the, out desert. In the desert. All They're of a men, sudden, Dan. yeah, God, hallucinations. Maybe they're deprived of water. Maybe uh, could be. I don't know. Mirage. I don't know. Yeah, Mirage. Uh, at the tail end, you do see Snake sitting Indian style with a PS4 box covering his head. That was kind of funny. I don't huh? know. Um. So yeah, that was Metal Gear Five Com- coming to PC too. That was big oh, news. That's yeah, right. Yeah, that is that's a big win for PC, right? Yeah, yeah. I, I, people were surprised that that it got announced for PC too. Yeah. Next game. Uh, this was one of probably my favorite three trailers from Gamescom. This was a game I didn't know was already released, but my God, am I excited for it now? Um, made by Tequila Softworks. It's called Rhyme. I, and I wrote in here, I could never do this trailer justice. It's one of the top three most visually appealing that I saw at Gamescom. The world is just gorgeous, and it really just has anything you could want in like a magical journey adventure type of game. It just looks the part so well. The art style is kind of like Wind Waker-ish. Um, I'm not going to describe the trailer any more than that. You should go watch it for yourself. It just sets such an awesome tone and atmosphere, especially when you watch a trailer, the part where it's raining and your character is sprinting through it. God damn it. This game looks so good. Did you know about Rhyme before? I've heard the name. I have not seen anything about it, though. I'm just vaguely familiar with it. We have to watch it when we're done recording. Okay. You must see it. Sounds good. Um, so yeah, that, that was one of my big takeaways from Gamescom of games that I wasn't really familiar with that I am really looking forward to now. The Vanishing of Ethan Carter. Um, the best way I thought that I could describe this was kind of a mix between Alan Wake, Heavy Rain, and Murdered Soul Suspect. 
not play, not having played Murdered Soul Suspect, just having seen trailers and gameplay of it, that's what it kind of reminded me of. Um, I read some of the creator comments on the PS blog for their whole Gamescom thing. They kind of had creators for all the games that were shown talk about the games, which I thought was really cool. Um, the astronauts were the creators of this. It's like a little eight-man team, I guess. They describe it as a story-driven murder mystery with no combat and no explosions of any kind. It's going to focus on exploration and discovery, which I think is great. Sounds awesome, yeah. Yeah. Um, From what I gathered from the trailer, it looks like there will be more investigating and perhaps some memory recalls of some sort um, as you're trying to, you know, unfold the mystery of Ethan Carter. It almost looks like a good chunk of, if not the whole game, is kind of played in the afterlife or some kind of alternate world. Like... You know how Murdered Soul Suspect kind of had like a blue tone to it, Will? Yeah. It has that. Okay. Okay. So, I, I don't know. Cool looking yeah. game. I'm, I'm interested. Yeah. I, I like that they're trying new things. Exactly. And, and that's what's cool about it. And anything that reminds me of Heavy Rain right. is, is good. Yeah. That's a good thing. Uh, the new Drive Club trailer. Obviously going to have fantastic visuals. We've said before, all racing games should at this point. Um, this one focused on the online club challenges. Um, not too much to say about it. I still, for some reason, really want to play this game. But the thing is, it looks like if you're not going to have the buddies to play it with to get a club going, it probably is any other racing game. Yeah. Well, we could try the free version. Yeah, we'll try the free version. But uh, I don't know. Something about it keeps drawing me in. I don't want to spend 60 bucks on it. <laughs> not with everything else coming out. Yeah. And two other good racing games coming out right around there. Um, Then we'll move on to the new game reveals. And again, bear with me. These may not all be new, but to my knowledge, they were new. DayZ coming to PS4. I am very excited about that because this is one game that I had told you guys I was jealous that I wasn't going to be able to play not having a gaming PC. Now, they didn't release any indication of when it's coming or even, you know, because it's still in early access right on yeah, steam yeah like it's pretty not, early right uh, i don't it's one Who of those knows? ones it's one of those ones that may never come out of early access right. it's been in early access for as long like as i can remember two, two, a year and a half maybe yeah. since that as long as i've had steam i've noticed that game's been early access yeah so so who knows yeah but i'm excited i've wanted to play that one for a long time i think that's a pretty big win for ps4 i yeah. think that's ex- Console exclusive to PS4, so it's going to be just that and PC. Um, Tearaway, the Unfolded Edition, In Space We Brawl, Wild, Alienation, Volume, Hollow Point, Hellblade, PT, Until Dawn, and the Tomorrow Children were all revealed as new titles coming to the PS4. Some um, exclusive, some first on PS4, that kind of thing, some coming to everything. I don't know. I tried to space it out as well as I could. Um, Tearaway, we'll start with. Tearaway was an awesome game on Vita. I think I'm the only one that played it. Yeah. Is that right? I was skeptical at first when I heard that they were bringing it out for PS4. I honestly was like, I don't see any reason to bring it to PS4. I just felt like that was the one Vita game that should just remain a Vita game only and maybe sell a Vita here or there with Tearaway because it's worth it like that game was really cool it just did such a great job of showing off everything the Vita had to offer literally everything that you could do with the Vita it just nailed it completely but after reading what the the creators wrote on the blog for Gamescom I've changed my stance and now I want to play it again nice Um, so Tearaway is going to aim to use a DualShock 4 touchpad as well as the light bar 
to achieve the same creativity that the Vita version completely nailed. Um, like I said, I was skeptical at first. Um, basically, how it's going to work with like the touchpad, you're going to be able to like say there's a paper airplane or something you got to fly. You can swipe up on the touchpad. You're going to be able to use the light bar when you're in dark areas. You shine it on the screen, and that part of the screen is going to light up. It's nice. only if you have the camera. I don't know. Must be right. Probably unless unless it's got the like the Wii detection you know it like uh, internally if it can detect the it's it the controller motion and stuff yeah but it sounds like they're not just rehashing it sounds like they're kind of trying to make it into a ps4 experience as opposed to just the same tearaway vita which is cool i think they're they're gonna do a good job i mean tearaway was awesome and they're trying to do 1080p and 60 frames per second so it's gonna look really good um in space we brawl was the the next one um, it's a classic couch competitive multiplayer game. Each player controls a different UFO, a uh, little spaceship. Each ship, I think, has its own special ability, and it's basically just everyone for themselves. Less spaceship standing wins. Uh, looked pretty fun. Don't know if we'll ever play it or not. Maybe it looked like it looks like it could be like a free PS Plus game at some okay. point. Uh, kind of like a Resogunny. Not as good as Resogun, but uh-huh. if we were to sit down and play it, it would probably be a good time. Right. Gotcha. When we start our competitive game backlog videos for YouTube. <laughs> yeah. I hope. Someday. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah, look look for that one if you're into the, the competitive couch games. Um, and after that, the next game that really caught my attention from the creators of Rayman, Wild. Did you see anything of this one? No, I heard about it, though. I heard from creators of Rayman, and that yeah. piqued my interest. I thought it might. Uh, this is another one we have to watch a trailer for after okay. we're done. Creator says you are going to be able to play as anything in the game. Um, it's it's just a really artsy looking world, like an artistic nature setting. Um, some of the scenes, there's a caveman who's camouflaging himself in a pool of mud, and you just see him kind of emerge up all of a sudden, still covered in mud. It doesn't show what he's hunting, but there's like packs of wolves in different parts. I think another one, it showed a guy who's got these big horns sticking out of his head and he's in a like a pile of snow and all of a sudden he just pops up and starts to pull an arrow back on a pack of wolves and somebody said it looks like it might have some sort of monster hunter type of feel to it where you can like capture and kind of tame the beasts because i read uh somebody noticed in the beginning of the trailer there's a female character who climbs a tree reaches up and grabs a bird uh an egg out of a nest later on in the trailer you see her riding an eagle so it was like, I don't know if she captured that and tamed nice. it, but it just looks like this really cool, stylized, artistic wilderness of just exploring, and there's animals, and it looks so cool. That sounds fantastic. Dude, there's underwater exploration. Ooh. Uh, you see a three-person team swimming underwater, and they swim up to this, like, they're like, bite-sized little ants in the water and they swim up and there's just this giant skeleton like king who still has a crown sitting in his throne and you just want to go into it and yeah. see what the fuck is going on yeah. and then there's another underwater scene where the female character's swimming and this massive it wasn't a shark it was just this massive fish it looks like something from a it looks like a fairy tale game it's like this fairy tale giant fish that comes up behind her and she just kind of swings around with a spear and just kills it and it just looks so good. We'll have to remember to watch all these trailers. Yes. R- get- Rhyme and Wild are must-watches from Gamescom for me. I mean, I, I really... 
came away remembering that those two were two of my favorites, okay. along with another one we're going to get to shortly. Um, Alien Nation is the next game. It's a PS4 exclusive from the creators of Resogun. So I think, Dan, you like Resogun? I did Will? like Resogun. Mm-hmm. Resogun was a solid game. Uh, if you remember Dead Nation, that was a PS4 game for yep. free, right? For yep. PS Plus members? It's like that in a sci-fi world with hordes of alien enemies as okay. opposed to zombies. It's a top-down twin-stick yep. shooter. Yep. Uh, primarily co-op, uh, but they said you can choose to go rogue, as it said in the trailer. Looks like just a real fun game. If you were into Dead Nation, it's just kind of in a different setting, sci-fi alien world. Yeah. It looks cool, though. I'd check out the trailer. I thought it looked kind of neat. I don't know nice. if I would purchase it, but if it was free, I'd probably give it a try. Uh-huh. Um... Next one from the from Thomas was a lone creator. We're gonna get volume coming to PS4 and Vita first. So this is first to PS4. Volume is unlike any game I have ever seen. Um, the look is very much based on shapes and colors, which I got thinking about. And I was like, well, that makes sense. Thomas was alone yeah. was based on <laughs> shapes and colors. Yeah. Um, it seems to have a very similar kind of narration, but as you remember in. Thomas was alone. It was almost like a, a child's book, if I remember correctly. The way it was narrated kind of had that kind of feel, but there was two people talking to each other throughout it. Huh. Um, the character has multiple mechanics to use to distract enemies, and I was listening to Giant Bomb talk about volume today, actually, from their newest episode. They said the creator had wanted to create this game ever since Metal Gear 2, I think. It's very stealth-based game. Um, was did Metal Gear have like a virtual stealth? Yeah, yeah. it looks kind of like that. Okay, think of that with a lot of colors. Yeah, it, it's like a virtual reality yeah. simulator type of thing. Yeah, something along those lines. Definitely gotcha. worth checking out. I fucking love Thomas Was Alone. I thought that was a great game. Uh-huh. So, based on that alone, I will buy this one. Nice. Um, next game, Hollow Point from Ruffian Games will make its console debut on PS4. Hollow Point. Highly tactical, and this one I kind of, it was getting late. I wanted to get done with my notes at this point, so I kind of took uh, uh, the description right from the blog from this one for on the PlayStation blog. It is a highly tactical four-player cooperative action game featuring a blend of fast-paced 2D platform shooter gameplay with directional aiming and precise-based 3D shooter gameplay. So it's almost like two separate kind of games. I could never describe this to you well enough. Check out the trailer for it. I didn't understand what they meant by that until I watched the trailer, but think of it like a 2D side-scroller that all, all of a sudden turns into like a cover-based 3D shooter like <laughs> with different aiming mechanics for both. Okay. Yeah, it looks r- really neat. Um, I guess the goal is to build most feared and respected organization there is. Organizations are made up of skilled operatives the mercenaries of the 22nd century, and all of different types of ability, weapons, equipment, and power-ups they need to complete their missions. There will be a deep tech tree to upgrade your abilities, and you're going to earn skill points as you earn experience to level up your character. Um, and it looks like there's going to be some sort of marketplace going on, but looks really interesting. Um, hollow Point. Check it out. I wasn't too interested until I watched the trailer, so definitely give that one a look. Nice. Um, Hellblade, did any of you... Well, neither of you had a PS3, did you? I 
guess none of us played Heavenly Sword, but it seems like Heavenly Sword was a fairly popular game. I'm familiar with Heavenly Sword. Okay, that was a PS3 exclusive, and Hellblade is brought by the same people that made Heavenly Sword and DMC Devil May Cry. Which has me in immediately, because I love DMC. Yeah. Um, it was. An, it didn't show any gameplay in the trailer, but the the way they describe it, Ninja Theory is the, the creator. They describe their new game as having a deep character in a twisted world. Uh, we use sword-based ninja combat, and they all des- also describe it as an independent AAA game. They wanted to self-publish to have their own freedom, but they they basically said that games can tend to get watered down unless they just do it themselves. So uh, that's yeah. what they're doing. That's awesome. Um, it's going to be digital only, and seems like it's uh, pretty far off from being released. Well, that makes sense because you know if you're doing digital only, then you don't need to have a publisher. Exactly. Really. So. Yeah, and they said they wanted the people to help with the game too, like fans. Yeah, they 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 said that they released this for it so early in the process because they wanted the fans to kind of follow through and give advice and opinions as the game is being made. Yep, which is cool. I just get a little worried about the early access shit because Daisy, like, is it going to come out? We were just talking about that. Like, I don't know. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I guess. People were wondering if this is like a sequel to Heavenly Sword. I don't know. Maybe. Uh, that's a good question. I have no idea. I've never played it, but... Yeah. It made me almost want to go back and see if Heavenly Sword was on PlayStation Now. Huh? I'll tell you that now, no. It's not? Probably not. <laughs> yeah, probably not. <laughs> and if it is, it's probably uh, 60 bucks for a couple hours. It, it's yeah. only multi-platform games that we already played. Yeah. Anywho, moving on from that. Uh, yeah, the trailer looked cool. Like I said, there was no gameplay, really, so hard to say on that one. Um, in what is being called the world's first interactive teaser, Sony announced P.T. from 7780 Studios. All I could gather from the, t- the trailer, which I watched numerous times, the last time of which was last night at about midnight in my bedroom with all the lights off. My girlfriend was in the room, but she was asleep next to me. Uh, and I got the willies. Watching it, it's freaky. With somebody sitting next to me, I'll be asleep. But man, did I get the willies! It just looks like a lot of personal mystery and some really super freaky narration from a real creepy voice, um, which apparently is coming from some sort of knapsack or potato sack. I don't know. I thought of like a, a takeout food bag. That's yeah. what I thought when you I saw it. You know what it, it kind of looks like? You know Scarecrow from the Batman games? Yeah. It looks like his face covering kind yeah. of, like yeah. that kind of material. I can see that. Uh, but, man, I don't know. I know one of our listeners, Jake, played it. He said it was some wacky shit going on. I'm going to play it tonight, hopefully. Um, <laughs> we'll see how long I can, can last on it. Because even watching the trailer last night, I was like, geez, I really don't know if I'm going to be able to do this. Yeah. I know Corey read into it a little bit, and he said that I was in for some some treats playing it so i guess we'll see um until dawn has been reannounced as it turns out as a ps4 exclusive this game i guess was originally announced as a ps3 game in 2012 uh but nobody had really heard anything um if you're into horror classic movies it's just a classic it's got six friends i think they're trapped in a cabin in a forest and fucking terror just happens there 
And it sounds like one of those games, the way that they put the trailer together, you're going with the decisions you make are actually going to matter, kind of like in Heavy Rain. I read that today. Yes, you're going to be able to basically decide who lives and who dies on your decisions. Or you could get everybody killed, I you guess. kill everybody. Very easily by the trailer, it looks like. So uh, it looks really good, terrifying. I like that. That sounds sounds neat. Why do you think Sony is going for all these scary games? There's I was going to ask them. that. There's yeah. a lot of them. Like, what are they doing? Like, I want to buy all of them, but damn it. I just don't know <laughs> if I can get through them. Right. You know? Yeah, I was wondering that the other day. Like, why are they doing all these scary games? I don't know. It's cool they're doing different stuff. Though. I still have to play Daylight. I bought Daylight, I, and I never I still have never to play that it. and Outlast. Outlast. Um... Yeah, so I thought something interesting that was going on here. This game is using an updated version of the Killzone Shadowfall engine. Huh. And that's a good thing, as we mentioned earlier. Great it's a, visuals. It's a nice engine, yeah. yeah. Mm. Nice looking. Mm-hmm. Well, it doesn't run 1080p. <laughs> Check the trailer out. That's another one we should watch. Uh, real scary. Real terrifying looking. Um, if you're into those classic horror movies just of being trapped in the woods in a, in a cabin, this looks like you're actually going to be in it. Which is awesome. Yeah. Um, last, but certainly not least, the Tomorrow Children. Did you see this one, Dan? No, you told me to, and I forgot. Of course, this one looks like it's right up your alley. Okay, I, I the name. It's another one we'll watch. <laughs> the the name uh, has me intrigued. Uh, it's being made by the folks that brought us the highly thought of Pixel Junk series. Okay. Um, it looks like a crazy mix of Minecraft, Metro, and politics. Oh. It's fucking weird. Even like the people that made it, like when I read the blog, they were like, It's it's a weird game. But I can't wait to get my hands on it. Yeah. It's in a Soviet setting, uh, where you play as a clone in a world where an experiment of brainwashing all human minds into a global consciousness went terribly wrong. You now have to rebuild, reclaim, and restore by mining materials and finding DNA from humans past. Um, there are elections that are held, and picking certain mayors will affect the world in different ways. You get bonuses for one mayor that you won't get for another mayor, and I guess they're held every 20 days. I don't know what that equates to in real life, but uh, I see objective is to restore the population, and I can't wait. That sounds um, cool. I-, I couldn't tell from the trailer or the blog if they're going to tie this into like a big community where everybody is rebuilding this world together, which I think would be fucking awesome. Um. But it's like a very cart. You probably don't get this feeling from it, but it's a very cartoony look. It's not a real world. Yeah, I saw. Human a, look. I saw a still from it, and I think that's all I saw. Yeah, I of it. It just looks so interesting. I couldn't do the trailer justice for this one either. This is definitely another one you have to watch the trailer for. There's like giants that are made out of like almost Lego looking, and you kind of chisel your way through them and. It looks like you can kind of create towns and just gather all these resources to rebuild everything. And I don't know. It looks like nothing I've ever seen before. Just another super creative game, and I cannot wait to play it. This was definitely another one that... Uh, that one, Wild and Rhyme, were three games going into Gamescom that I didn't know anything about that I now am, like, so excited. Yeah, salivating, oh, even. God. And my last little bit was Bloodborne. The new gameplay trailer brought... Oh, God. I cannot fucking wait to play this game. This is probably my most anticipated game now. Yeah, it's up there for me, too. It looks so good. Right off the bat, you definitely feel the Dark Souls vibe from watching this gameplay trailer. It's about two minutes long. That vibe, 
turns quickly into the most twisted-looking Halloween in a super creepy but beautiful Victorian Gothic setting. Like, the visuals, it just fucking nails. Yeah, there's one part where they pan out, and you can kind of see the yes. city that you're in, and it looks so good. My God. You just look at it, and it's like, this... They could not have nailed the setting, and the without even having played the game, you can just tell that the feeling and the the tension that is going to be built up as you're going around this fucking Victorian dark creepy setting with these creepy scarecrow guys with torches coming towards you it's just going to be so good and you've got a sword in one hand and like a, a shotgun in the yep. other I'm you, like, that's oh. one of the changes from Dark Souls you're going to have a melee weapon on the right and a ranged weapon on the left um, I read a bit about people that got a hands on with it I guess what they wanted to go for was a little bit more fluid feeling and a little tiny bit quicker pace than you would get in Dark Souls, which I wouldn't say it feels clunky. It just feels very Dark Souls, and if you've played Dark Souls, you'll know what that means. If you haven't, go fucking play Dark Souls. Yeah, because it's great. Because you're a jackass if you haven't. (laughs) Dark Souls 2 especially. Yes. It's just going to be a little bit slightly more up-tempo, which I think is a good thing. Yeah. Um, The melee weapons sound very interesting to me because you're going to be able to extend them or like make them more compact depending on how you want to use them so they show it in the trailer i think it was like some sort of long blade that extends even further out and you can use it as a a heavier weapon that does more damage or you can make it more compact to do less damage so i guess like r1 is going to be say less damage quicker attack l or yeah r2 will be the heavier attack just like dark souls yeah um and then L2, I think, has the range weapon map to it. And from what I gathered from the people that got a hands-on with it, it sounds like the range weapons don't do a ton of damage, even up close. It almost acts as a shield. Okay, to and push everybody back a little bit. Yes, because the, the creators of the game said that there's going to be more masses surrounding you than you've seen in Dark Souls. Um, but like I said, you're going to be able to move a little bit more fluidly than you did in those games. And the ranged weapon is supposed to act as a way to push those people back. So there's going to be more masses. And they said if you try to attack it like you did in Dark Souls and play defensively, you're just going to get overwhelmed. Okay. So you're going to have to use that ranged weapon as a way to force them back off. All right. I like that. Yeah, I think it's... I just cannot wait to get it. Yeah. This game is a console seller. Yeah, I could... Yeah. I, I can mean, see that. This is exclusive to PS4. Yeah, we, we said PS4 doesn't really have a game. I, I think this probably would be it. I, I I could probably point to this one, possibly The Order, and possibly The Tomorrow Children as console sellers that we saw. Well, we already knew about um, Bloodborne, obviously, but yeah. uh, and The Order. But those three games, I think, have the potential to be console sellers. I think Bloodborne is the... One to put my money on yeah. for a console. So, I mean, I cannot wait for this game. Looks great. So that was Sony okay. and Microsoft. Uh, I don't know. Overall thoughts from you guys? I thought, I think they did more, a lot more than E3, both of them. Yeah. I think they were both better. So, I don't know. I, I Me personally, if there's a winner, I don't really care at this point. I, I was impressed with both conferences. I'm excited as an owner of both of them 
to see some new stuff coming out. I just would kind of lean more Sony because they announced so many games coming out. Yeah. Uh, I was really impressed, I will say, with uh, the indie stuff for Xbox. It's good to see them mm-hmm. embracing that. And obviously the Halo, the everything Halo is just looking amazing. Yeah. So. Okay. I can't wait for all of it to come out. I'm yep. just so excited. Not that much further till we start ah, our our fall games. I know it, releases. buddy. I know it. Less than a month. So, did you want to get into EA? Yep. Now, or? Let's do EA because there's not a lot to cover. Right. Uh, so I I covered the EA one. I I didn't get to watch any of it, unfortunately. Uh, I didn't. I, I'm at work now, so I didn't get to follow it as closely. But this is all, you know. I read up on it later. They started off their show uh, by showing the one and only game from EA that I'm probably going to end up buying this year. That's Dragon Age Inquisition. They talked a little bit about Skyhold, which is a fortress that your your player character can customize. And uh, apparently it has its own set of quests. And, uh, you know, you can build your following and build your, your Inquisition from from your your fortress uh, Skyhold. So that that's cool. I, you know, I'm, I'm playing Skyrim now, and I started the Hearth, Hearth Fire. Yes. I keep wanting to say Hearthstone, but it's Hearthfire. Hearthfire. Uh, yeah, I like I like that stuff. I like being able to build something and make it your own inside 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 the game. You know, I think that's great. So, they showed some gameplay, uh, which displays some nice looking graphics and particle effects, menus, uh, and also they te- the tactical view. In this one, and I'm thinking both PC and and consoles, you can do either the tactical or the first person view. Uh, whereas you know the PC version on for Dragon Age Two and Dragon Age Origins, you could only do the tactical. Uh, you know, it was it wasn't as actiony as the the console versions. They were almost two separate games, uh, which is weird to say, but it, it did feel like two separate games. But I guess the Dragon Age Inquisition is gonna have both both options for both the console and PC. So so that's a good thing. Uh, and then at the end, they showed a CG trailer for Dragon Age Origins, which is cool. Uh, Titanfall was next, apparently, though. Uh, apparently, but they—I guess—they were having some technical difficulties. So when they were talking about Titanfall, they talked a little bit about some of the new uh, burn cards and modes. Apparently, the NHL presentation started to pop up when that happened towards the end of that <laughs> of when they were talking about. So, uh, and then it seemed to go into The Sims Four. The, I guess they had quite a bit of someone playing The Sims Four, which I, I didn't read any of that because I, I don't care in the slightest bit. Mm-mm. Um, about The Sims 4, so if you like it. The only thing I know about that game is they don't have pools and something with no infants. Babies. Yeah. That's all I know. Yeah. Uh, and then they moved into EA Sports. They showed a bit about FIFA World. You familiar with FIFA World, Eric? New. It seemed to me, and because I, I know nothing about FIFA, it seemed to me it was a free-to-play uh, ultimate team for PC. So it's. I think it's just the ultimate team that you can play for free on PC. I watched a trailer for FIFA. I did not see that. It, it's as something. Part of it. It's something. It's separate. It's its own like game. It's. I hmm. think it. That's what they made it seem like. It was just ultimate team on PC, and they called okay. it FIFA World. I guess there are probably be microtransactions, but yeah. they explain like building your team with actual players and stuff. So cool. That's the impression that I got from it. again free to play. I guess it's separate from FIFA 15. So. Uh, they also talked about FIFA 15. Uh, apparently, the Turkish Super League teams are going to be included. That's in this. awesome. Um, I actually went online the other day because for the Champions League, Arsenal has to do a playoff with a team 
in the Turkish League okay. to officially get into the Champions League. And I, I don't know anything about this team, obviously. So I went on FIFA to look up the team and see who was on the team and their ratings and stuff, and they weren't on there. Okay. I was like, son of a bitch. So I saw that was announced. I was like, oh, beautiful. Yeah. So now I can learn a little bit about the team, and that's that's cool. There are some big teams in Turkey, so okay. that's, that's going to be awesome that those teams are in there. Nice. Uh, and then they mentioned that the number one asked for feature is less useless goalkeepers. Yeah, I understand they did revamp the goalkeeping. Um, from the trailer that I watched, it looked like the goalkeeping was still pretty shitty. Okay. So I guess we'll see how that Ho- plays out. Hopefully, it, it could be the the typical EA Sports PR talk. Exactly, exactly. Uh, I did notice that they used Tim Howard as the motion capture. Oh, that's cool. So that's cool. That's exciting US for keep, Americans. Keepy. Actually, uh, who does he play for? Everton, okay. big club in England. Um. One of the youngsters, young and up-and-coming stars of the U.S. team just got signed by Mike and Minnesota's favorite team, Arsenal's biggest rival, Tottenham. So I hate that. (laughs) Right. I will never root for him unless he's playing for the USA. Okay. Um, But back to FIFA specifically, there were a couple things that I saw in the trailer. They announced the new legends that are exclusive to Xbox One. Off the top of my head, I can't think of any that I should mention. Um... They also showed off, you're going to be able to, on Ultimate Team, now sign players on loan to your team, which is a thing that is done in real life. Um, Clubs will loan other players, other teams. Certain clubs will loan other clubs, players from their team, for three months, six months, a full season. You're going to be able to do that in Ultimate Team for like five games. So I have never gotten to use like Lionel Messi or Ronaldo in Ultimate Team. Now you're going to be able to. I don't know how much it's going to cost. I mean, it sounds like it's going to be a reasonable amount. It's just another way for them to get suckers like me, <laughs> right? To spend, you know, money. like oh shit, I can use them for five games. Great. Um, I think that's brilliant. Yeah, being able to use those guys for five games. I just, I, I'm really excited about that. It also looks like they've revamped the way that you're going to be able to follow your favorite teams in the leagues, and it's going to make it easier for me to keep up on leagues that I don't ordinarily follow, like the Bundesliga in Germany or Syria or whatever league, um, because really the only one that I follow too closely is the Premier League. So I think that's going to be cool. It, just the way they have it set up looks great. So nice. Look, really, can't fucking wait for FIFA. Yeah. What's that, uh, a month? The 14th? Late September. Oh, okay. 23rd, I want to say. All right. I will get five days early access through EA Access. Nice. I am purchasing it on Xbox One this year, though. Isn't that digital? Are you getting the digital? I think it's digital only for the discount. Oh, I don't care about the discount. Oh. Uh, I, I don't know. I think you can just get the early access without buying it. Okay. You Yeah, you just, like, download it. Maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. I guess we'll find out. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll do some research on that and let yeah. you know. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so then they went on to talk about Star Wars The Old Republic. They talked about the player housing. I don't remember the name for it. Uh, and then they're going to be adding multi-person ships. Huh. Great. Uh, <laughs> Dawngate, they talked about, which is EA's story-focused MOBA. Uh, the alpha servers are going to be opening up for Europe. So that's cool, Will. Any interest in Dawn Dawngate? In my opinion, with the MOBAs, I did look at Smite, by the way. It was that was, Smite was the other the Xbox one, right? The third person MOBA, yep. 
That's a good idea because that's on console. There's really not that many MOBAs on console. But at this point, I don't know why you want to even try to make a MOBA to compete with League or Dota. I don't well, think you console, can even. Though, I mean, is Dongate going to be on console? I have no idea. There was no indication that I that I saw. Smite would be okay because it's on a console. Exactly. But, but you're right. Why would you make one for PC at this point? Why bother? Yeah, those two have the market share. And if Blizzard ever comes out with one, that'll be popular too. He- Heroes of the Storm, they're working oh, that's on. That's right. Yeah, that's coming. So yeah. that will probably that's going to be big too. Yeah. I don't know. If I was EA, I wouldn't be sinking all my money into this. I hope they're not. I don't know. Yeah. How it's going, but I just don't see any reason to try and compete with those two. And then even like when Heroes of the Storm come out, like it's, why? It's the same with an MMORPGs. You know, like everyone tries to be the WoW killer, and they end up getting killed by WoW. Yeah. Exactly. You know, there, there's a there's a few that are good, but for the most part, they're not really worth spending time on. Exactly, and plus, like a MOBA's hard. Like MOBAs are hard to be good at multiple different MOBAs. You need to really sink a lot of time. Like I have 54 hours of Dota 2, and I'm still considered noob and told to uninstall Dota 2, yeah. like every game. So, <laughs> yeah, because at least in an, in an MMORPG, you could do the player versus environment stuff. There's exactly. none of that in in a MOBA. Exactly, it's only player versus player. So that's a that's a more select. Uh, a player base. You yeah. Know? Unless you're into getting ridiculed relentlessly in yeah. different mo- what MOBAs. What does MOBA stand for again? Multiplayer no. Online Battle Arena. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah, that, that's my thoughts on MOBAs. Okay. Uh, and then Bioware announced a new action RPG called Shadow Realms. It's a four versus one dynamic co-op, or has four versus one dynamic co-op gameplay where you fight against a player-controlled enemy, so it seems almost like Evolve or what was that other one we talked about earlier? The Fable Legends. Fable Legends. It's, it seems kind of like that, but but Bioware's take on it. Uh, supposedly it's got an ever-changing world and constantly updated story. I, I tried to watch a YouTube video for it, and, of course, YouTube was being an asshole and I, wouldn't, wouldn't load. So I watched a little bit. There's a lot of fighting, a lot of cool moves happening. I was interested, but I was tired and fell asleep. Yeah. So... <laughs> I mean, it's Bioware, so yeah, I'll, I'll pay attention to it. Yeah, we'll we'll see more more about it as it gets closer to release date, which probably is a while. Yeah, they just announced it at Gamescom, so and it'll get delayed at least once. Yeah, probably. And then hardline stuff. Uh, yeah. They talked about some of the campaign. They promised tons of replayability, which I find very hard to believe. Me too. What a crock of shit. <laughs> they, I, I, it's sad to me that they went the way of Call of Duty. And are doing a. They have really screwed the pooch. Yeah, they really have. I was a big fan of Battlefield. Yeah. Uh, and they're doing another beta before the game actually releases. Oh, great. So Eric, you have that to look forward to. I'll try it. Yeah. But. Uh, they showed some new multiplayer modes: Hotwire, which is high-speed chases where you shoot from windows at targets and look for high-value cars does not sound interesting and then rescue in which five criminals take a hostage and the cops try to get them back oh you know what so happens whenever that, we involve a hostage that was like that rainbow six game yeah, yeah. which Se- looks se- fucking awesome. sexist yeah i'm sure that <laughs> she couldn't defend herself and was terrified i would be because nobody would be in that situation <laughs> right no one would be scared <laughs> how dare you not try to protect yourself <laughs> And, and that's that's it for EA. 
right. Not a lot there that t- nothing there really that tickled my fancy other yeah. than Dragon Age Inquisition stuff. So nothing about one. Madden, huh? No, I, apparently not. But it, it's also it's in Germany. So oh yeah, that makes sense. they I, they did a lot of FIFA stuff, which makes yeah. sense because you know obviously Germany just won, won the World, World Cup, Cup yeah. but also you know it's a it's a f- football football country. Footy. We're calling so, it footy, footy, footy country. So yeah, that's it. That's all EA announced. So thoughts? I think anything else that happens, we'll probably just touch on nibble bits next week. Yeah, there's a few things I wanted to mention, and I don't remember. Paradox has a game, a couple games coming out for PS4. Rune, Rune's Rune Gate, Rune Master, Rune Master. I had it up, and then I decided I had already talked enough. Yeah, <laughs> uh, and then there's another one. I don't remember, but they also showed some Hearts of Iron stuff, which I'm very excited for. Uh, it's another map game. Menus. Menus, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so that's one I'm very excited for. Yeah, we'll take a quick break and be back with uh, what we played right after this. Welcome back, everybody. Episode 160 of the Thumbstick Athletes podcast. We are now in what we played. Will. You want to get us started with what we played? Man, nothing really. Nothing? I mean, I played Dota, but I've talked about Dota for the last four weeks or whatever. Yeah. So everybody, everybody's familiar with it. Yeah. But, yeah, that's what I played. Okay. I'm trying to think if there's anything else. No. This week's been weird. Back, you know, working. Last week we had a huge tournament, so basically yeah. most of the days, like, we were home by 9 o'clock at the latest. So yeah. this week, you know, working full 40 again so yeah. didn't get a chance to play a whole lot okay uh the only thing i played was a lot more skyrim uh i'm not going to talk about the mods that i played only because we're going to be doing an episode on the skyrim mods but i tried some of the Hearthfire expansion which is cool i'm currently building up my my own uh mansion manor type of thing and i think it's kind of neat you know that you get to build your own house and 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 build the additions onto it like however you want it based on what your character is uh like for one of them i'm doing an alchemy tower because i'm uh i'm like a stealth character and i like to use poisons uh, on my on my arrows because it does a little extra damage so i think that's really uh a neat thing that they they put into it i also briefly tried the dragonborn expansion which i didn't know anything about uh, just other than the name, but it takes you into Morrowind. It's uh, the island of Sol Solsteam, which was that on the Morrowind expansion? Was is that the same island? It's a good question. I don't know. I don't recall the name. Blood Moon. Is it the same island? See, I didn't play Morrowind, so okay. I'll have to look that up because I'm I'm positive it's the same because the kind of the city that you enter in is Raven Rock, and I almost positive that one of the Marwin, the blood moon Marwin expansion, like they first started a colony on soul, soul steam. And that, that was Raven rock. Yeah. And it's, you know, grown obviously since the events of, of Morrowind. Yeah. I, I played positive. that DLC. I really liked it. Yeah. It's Not cool. as much it's as hard. Dawn gate. I haven't done that one yet. Is it Dawn gate? Dawn guard. Dawn guard. Dawn guard. I really liked. Okay. I liked the, I think I like that environment more, and that got mm. me into it. I didn't like the deserty. It's it's dry, ash, ash. Yeah, that got kind of old. That's all. That's all Morrowind was really was that was that ash. Like the vast majority of the map was just 
like a ash desert. Yep. For, it was pretty ugly, but it was great so game. Good. Yeah, great game. Oh. Yeah, definitely. Like for whatever reason in games, I love wintry environments the Same most. Here. It's probably so Skyrim the, was was right up your alley. Skyrim was awesome for me for that. I loved the environments, and that's why I really liked Dongard because that's what it was like. Yeah. You're going. You're like. I remember walking into the first time. Like you see the Dongard fortress there, and like you could barely see the outline because it was like a blizzard going on. It just looked so cool. I was like, mm. this is why. I I like this game. Yeah. Okay. So I'm I'm slowly working my way th- through the expansions. I, I shouldn't be playing Skyrim because I'm it's not going to go on my beaten games list because I'm not <laughs> even going to play the main story. So I think I've spent 21 hours playing it so far, and for what you know? Yeah. I've already played Skyrim, but I don't know. Yeah. I, the mods really make it a new game. It You're really the only is. one that has a shot at catching Corey, aren't you? Yeah, I yeah. think so at this point. Unless you guys start like wailing out mobile games. I'm not going to do that. No, me neither. Especially since I can play full games on my tablet. Like, yeah. why would I ever boot up a mobile game on it? But Yeah. Um, digging Skyrim. Can't get enough of it. Nice. So, yeah, it's kept me up later than I wanted to a few nights in a row now. Cool. But, yeah, next week, hopefully, we're going to be doing our Skyrim mods episode so I can talk to you know talk about some of the mods that I use and, and whatnot that really, really change the dynamics of, of the game and make it a lot better specifically the menu ones mm-hmm. nice. makes a huge difference so that's all in I terms played. of like being a mage does it help with that it probably like would switching spells and shit yeah it probably would cool yeah that was a bit of a pain in the ass yeah yeah it, maybe i'll maybe i'll do a video because the really the the user interface one is is the biggest improvement that mm-hmm. you could possibly imagine so makes me wonder why they didn't have it like that to know. begin with. You right? never, yeah, you never know. All right, Eric. I am. What'd you play? Uh, I wanted to talk about um, Road Not Taken. Mm-hmm. That was the free game. Got to download that, Plus by the way. Subscribers this month on PS4. Um, I'll tell you what. I really liked what I played it. I probably played it for about an hour. It's a puzzler. Um. I don't know, it's not like any other puzzler I've ever played. It's a roguelike game, so the, the areas change each time. You're never going to have the same experience. You're going to per- have... Permadeath? Pretty... Uh, I don't know. I died, or I didn't die. Your guy runs out of energy. The way you move around the map, um, if you're carrying... You have to move things to unlock certain doors. So, like, say there's trees in this area of the map. You have to put three of the same tree together to unlock the next area of the map. But in doing so, by carrying them, your guy loses energy. Mm-hmm. Um, so you want to try and toss things around as much as you can, as opposed to carrying them around. Um, so I did run out of energy completely once, but it said that I was saved by paying something. I don't know exactly what happened because I had to leave, and I haven't played it since then. Um, but I'll tell you what. I really liked it. Um, I don't know. It's just a cool little puzzler game. It's kind of reminded me of don't starve in the way that it goes by not day i think it goes by year so i think each time you succeed the goal for each year is to save the children that are out in the wilderness i think they went to pick berries or something like that and they got trapped in the cold um but there's just a lot of mechanics to it like if you're in a blizzard and you move around you lose energy um there's like wolves and enemies that if you run into them there's bees that will sting you you lose energy through that 
Um, just little things like that. I, I don't know. If you're into puzzlers with a little bit of rogueness to it, you can build relationships with the characters that are there, and they'll give you rewards for building relationships with them and giving them things. Um, so that's just another little added thing to it. I, it was a little more in-depth than I was expecting it to be for mm-hmm. like a little indie puzzler game. But uh, I, I don't know. I would recommend it if you're into that sort of thing. There, there's a lot more to it than what I'm saying to you right now, but I didn't play enough of it to give you a good enough description. Yeah. Um, if you have a PS4 and PS Plus, download it. Yeah, it's free. for sure. I, I would highly recommend it. It's worth killing off a couple hours even if you're just going to try it out. Um, but it seems like it's going to be a really challenging game to beat. Oh, gotcha. Yes. Because I think I, w- I had like 12 seasons or years left, however it's measured. And I was already feeling like I was getting a bit overwhelmed at the level that I was at. And mm-hmm. I was like, God, what is this going to be? And five more levels from now, you know? But yeah. uh, it's one of those games where I feel like if I beat it, I would be very pleased with myself. Okay. So check it out if, if you're, like Dan said, if you got PS Plus and a PS4. Yeah, no reason not to. Yeah. Uh, as far as EA Access goes, I played Madden. I see I haven't missed anything since I've been away. <laughs> Same game as it yeah, was. Yeah, no. and I was surprised. I thought they would at least do something for the for the new generation of consoles. It no. felt the same to me. Yeah, Jeez. I still suck at it. I watched when it first came out. I watched some some gameplay of it on Twitch, and I was like, it doesn't Damn, look that much same different. Fucking game. I don't. <laughs> I don't know, man. I just don't get it. Yeah. Uh, I played as the 49ers and Ravens in a Super Bowl rematch from two years ago. Uh, while the game was installing, that was the only thing I could play, so that's what I did. Um, one cool thing that I, I noticed that it did was every time you score a touchdown, it records a video clip. I thought that was a neat use for that uh, function. Because mm-hmm. um, they did score like a 70-yard touchdown against me, so that was kind of cool uh-huh. for them. Yeah. Um, and I also played Peggle 2 a very limited amount. It was not what I was expecting. Um, I don't know if I'll ever play it again. People well, love that fucking game. Yeah, yeah. The guy who announced it went crazy. He did, I remember yeah. that video. I was listening to Giant Bomb yesterday, and the guy on there said it was his game of the year last year. Really? <laughs> There's a lot of good games that came out last year. I don't know, man. Huh. It wasn't for me. Okay. Wow. But uh, EA Access will still be useful to me. Right. I'm still happy that it happened. Yeah. Get my Battlefield itch every now and again. Get my Madden itch every now and again. Was it Dan Reichert that it said that on Giant Bomb that, that was his game of the year last year? I don't know who it was. I don't know the names of the guys. Okay. Because there's one guy that they always they always make fun of, and it's Dan Reichert, and the fans make fun of him too, so it just seems like something. Is he not on all the time? Mm, no, he's on. Ever since I started re-listening, he's been on everyone. I feel like it may be a guy who's not on all the time. Okay. I don't know. Okay. But, yeah, so that was my EA Access experience. I mean, you download it to your system, so there's no issues with streaming or anything like that. I think it's a cool idea. I really do. I I just am looking forward to them announcing when they're going to put new releases. That will be the key for EA Access. Yeah. Um, Six months. Give me six months and I'm sold. Yeah, yeah. You know, I can wait six months for that shit. But, uh, yeah, I think that was all I played. Oh, that's not all I played. I met my requirements to count FIFA as a beaten game. Hey, hey. well done, sir. Thank you. Good job, Eric. Uh, I, beat, I will add it to the list. I am champion of Division One in Seasons mode. Uh, it ended in a 0-0 draw. 
<laughs> to get me the championship. Nice. So, yeah, I was very proud of myself. Now I'll start all over with the next game next month. Yeah. <laughs> so. Okay. Yeah. So that is all I played. I'm going to add it now because otherwise I'm going to forget. All right. If I can find it, of course. This is not organized very well in case you couldn't tell. Ah, whatever. What are you going to do? Yeah. Kind of temper your expectations. Exactly. I'll, I'll wait. Uh, feedback. Let's get into feedback, shall we? Sure. All right, this is from Ryan in Iowa on Twitter. Getting excited about Until Dawn after seeing that teaser gameplay. Also excited watching Eric stream it on Twitch and Jump. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Jump is putting it lightly. I'm telling you, I am a pussy with stuff like that. Yeah, you are. I couldn't play Outlast in a room with three other people in it. Oh, that's right. You played on my computer. For like ten minutes. Yeah. At the beginning is the most scary in that game. Is though. it? Yeah. yeah it is. Once it, you're it, getting used to the atmosphere. Yeah, it tapers off a little bit towards the end. Plus it takes kind of a left turn. Oh, It's yeah. still freaky, uh, but you do get a little bit used to it. Okay. Yeah, and as you said, the left turn it takes, it's kind of just weird. Yeah. More weird than scary? Yeah. Yeah. Later on. I'm at the very end of that game. I just haven't beaten it. I'm probably like 20 minutes from beating it. I just don't want to do it. <laughs> just doesn't want to start it up. Yeah. I just, that's just me with video games right now. Yeah. <laughs> just don't feel like starting anything or finishing it. So. Fair enough. Yeah. Okay. So until Dawn, we're, I'm, I, I had heard about it when it was supposed to come out for the PS3 and, and yeah. was interested in it and disappointed that I wouldn't get to play it because it was on PS3. Now it's on PS4. That's going to be a buy for me, and I'm I am looking forward to that. We I just watched cool. the trailer. Yeah, during the last break. Yeah, we all, we all agreed that uh, Hayden Panettiere's character would be one of the ones we broke our backs to try and save. <laughs> yeah. So that's a good thing. So that's Twitter, Facebook feedback from Idaho. Jake says, "Hey guys, I'm excited for Tearaway Journey and Unfinished Swan." I've played about an hour of PT, and it is a crazy horror puzzle game, and I like it so far. It's made me jump and gave me goosebumps. Probably didn't help uh, that in the game it is raining, and here we are having a pretty good rainstorm right now. I do have to say the Ravens look good so far. I hope we do another Thumbstick Athlete Fantasy Football. Well, have a good show. Uh, and, Eric, you're still playing on streaming some PT when you get home tonight, yes, right? I am. Okay. So for those in the live chat... Uh, well, probably what twenty minutes, half an hour after we finish the episode, Eric will be streaming some PT. Mm-hmm. Now they did announce that PT was it was like a teaser for the new Silent Hill game, right? That oh, was is that what it was? I think so. Oh, um, and it's gonna be directed, I guess, by Benicio del Toro. Yes, and uh, it's gonna have Norman Reedus in it, which is awesome. Who's Norman Reedus? He's the he was in Boondock Saints. He's one of the twins from Moonlight oh, Saints. Cool. He's also in The Walking Dead. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He's that's da- right, Daryl. Yes. Yeah. Somebody told me that the other day. Okay. Uh, that's awesome. Yeah, <laughs> that's fantastic. I, I saw a thing today that they're aiming to make Silent Hill make you shit your pants, mm-hmm. and they don't care if it's too scary for some people to play. I like that. I do too. Just, that's fantastic. I, I'm just afraid I'm not going to be able to play any of these games. Right. You know. <laughs> yeah. I. Uh, I hear you. I just got a girl set of balls, Dan. Uh, Fatal Frame too is coming out on the Wii U. Yeah, good so, stuff. Yeah, I have that sitting on my PS3 hard drive. Oh, do you? Yeah. One of the one of the was that the original one? Yep. Nice. 
bought it for like a buck. Yeah, you can't pass like, that up. Even if I don't play it, yeah. I, I have it. <laughs> right. I like that I have it. Nice. Okay. Uh, Ravens look good so far. Uh, Thumbstick Athletes Fantasy Football. We have to decide if we're going to do that. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we can talk about that. Yeah. Offer. Sounds good. And that's it for feedback. Right? Yeah. Uh, I, I we were going to have a roundtable, but Corey's not here again, so. Yeah, we we'll also have, save we have Jake's feedback, which is directed towards Corey because he's the only one that watches anime. Uh, Ryan. But, yeah. Ryan. Ryan's but uh, Corey's MIA. He's not here again. Hopefully next week. I, I'm hoping because he's played a lot of modded Skyrim that he'll be on next week's episode. <laughs> Can't guarantee. So, yeah. Uh, any other thoughts? Uh, no. no, I think I'm good. Uh, just excited for all these games to come out. Yeah, I know. Me too. It's only, what, a month? Destiny's a little under month. Uh, NHL 15 comes out then too. Uh, and then like the end of September is when the games really yeah. start coming out because you got the 26th, you have Hyrule Warriors. 30th is Shadows of Mortar. Although I did see a different day, and that might be a European release date. Mm. October third. October 3rd? Yeah, that's, that's European. Okay, good. Because I, I was worried about that. Because on the 3rd is Smash Brothers 3DS. So, and then the 5th is, uh, what's it, uh, the new Skylanders. There's, like, days where, like, three <laughs> games are coming out on Tuesday, then a Nintendo game's Friday. Yeah. So I'm almost glad I don't have a week. <laughs> yeah. God. So fun stuff uh as far as episodes go next week we're going to be doing skyrim mods hopefully and then the week after that will be our fall games preview part one will be you know the week after next week and then the week after that very beginning of september will be fall games preview part two and then it'll probably be our destiny episode so i hope to get a schedule up uh so you can kind of have an idea of what our episodes are going to be about for the next probably couple of months we'll be able to plan it out yeah uh, probably all the way up until the end of the year when yeah. we do our thummies, I yeah. would think there's enough games coming out and we, uh, we backlogged some episode ideas. So we hopefully won't be last minute coming up with a, a topic no, I think we're for, a for a while now. Yeah. It's looking us through quite a while. We probably have 10 or 15 episode and ideas backed up and then a ton February of games. Set. <laughs> yeah. February set, you know, we'll, we'll go into obviously early next year. We'll do our 2015 games preview. Uh, part one and two, we'll do our 2015 bold predictions episode probably early, uh, early to mid January. So, which I will not be predicting that I'll win the beaten games okay. contest. Yeah, Corey's got that on lock. So far, I think he's like probably ten games ahead of me. Oh my! Gosh. But I have, I have like four or five games that I'm really close to beating. Uh, that I need to spend, like you will, a couple hours doing, and I'll have them beaten. Can I funnel games towards you that I beat and just give them to you as a beaten game? No. I mean, yeah, no. That's probably not fair. Oh, Corey beats these mobile games, right? He, I don't know that he has that many mobile games this year. He's got the stigma. I think he's, I think he's sh- yeah, shied away from that a little <laughs> bit. but. All right. Uh, I guess that will call it an episode, huh? Yes, sir. All right. That'll do it for episode 160 of the Thumbstick Athletes Podcast. I'm your host, Dan. I'm Eric. Well. Thanks for listening and get out of my basement. Black